Beloved Jesus, we cry out before you. We need you in this time. We don't want to talk about us or anything in a human way. We need you. Jesus, you have said that your Holy Spirit, he would help us in our weakness. And you know our weakness. Please speak into our hearts today. That every person here can receive the word. And fix their lives with you. Their commitment. Their, their alliance with you today Lord. In Jesus name I pray. In Jesus name I ask you. Use my life. As one instrument in your life. And speak to your people. In Jesus name we pray. And everybody say. Amen. I want to share a word with you. This is a principle in the word of God. And today's word is God first. Did you know that in the Bible there is one principle? That you are going to see the Bible that God he always should be first in our lives. Did you know that? And I'm going to share with you today that. And you need to understand this principle. Please be connected to me. Don't get distracted, okay? Because you need to understand. Because this principle is in the whole Bible. If you read this Bible, you're going to see this principle. And I have a question to you today. Is Jesus first in your life? Don't need to... To say out loud, but think, is Jesus really the first one in your life? Can you say without hesitation that God is first in your life? Can you say without hesitation, yes, God is first in my life? Because if you don't have time for Him, he is not first in our lives. If you have time for everything, but if you don't have time for God, I'm sorry to say, he's not the first. Are you trying to find a place to fit God in your schedule? Or would you be willing to say today, God, for now on, you will be always come first. And I don't care what I need to let go. What I have to change. What adjustments I have to make. I want to always keep you as the first in my life. Are you courageous enough to pray this prayer? And say, I'm going to adjust my life to make you the first. Being a Christian does not work out right if God is put on the sidelines of your life. doesn't work. And today I want to talk about putting God first in your life and what it does look like. Okay? Three things occur when we put God first. How many things? 
Three things occur when we put God first in our lives. First, we honor Him. He is honored. Or it brings honor to God. And He is worthy of honor. Do you agree? He is worthy of all the glory. And He deserves. Because He is our creator. Our maker. Our savior. And we honor Him. Second, when you put God first, it shows faith. What shows? Shows faith. Okay? When you put God first, it shows faith. And the Bible says, without faith is impossible to please God. It's not only difficult, it's impossible. Possible to please him with no faith. Putting God's first is a demonstration of faith. Faith is not feeling. Some people say, I have faith in God. But the Bible says some people, they had faith and they did something, one action. It's a verb. It's an action. Abraham, he had faith. And because he had faith, what he did? He offered his son. You are going to see in the Bible, every person who had faith, they did something. It's not just positive thinking. I have faith in God. If you have faith, you do something. Amen? Amen. Okay. Third thing that occurs when God is first. It unblocks blessings Upon our lives. If you read. Genesis 4. In Genesis 4. I think you know the story. About Abel. Cain and Abel. Have you read this story? In the Bible. Cain and Abel. Okay. Right. Good. Then. Genesis 4. Is the first very record. Of any human being. Over giving any kind of an offering to God. It's the first time in Bible. Okay. That you are going to see one human being. Giving something to God. And, and in this passage. Uh, many theologians say. Refer it as law of first mention. Why? Because it was. Mentioned in the Bible for the first time. And when is the first time mentioned in the Bible? It's something important. And we need to pay a lot of attention. Amen? So here Cain and Abel bring their offering to God. Do you know what job had Cain? What? Gardener. Gardener, yeah, he used to work with the soil. And uh, Cain was work of the soil. And Abel. Yeah, he was keeper of flocks. Yeah, it's their job. Let's read now Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 and 5. 3 to 5. 
You can follow if you want to open up your Bible. Feel free. In a process of, a time, of time, it came to pass that Cain brought one offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Pay attention. He brought one offering of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the first of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected or accepted Abel and his offering. But he didn't respect or he didn't accept Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry. And, he, and his countenance fell. Some people here, they, are, they argued. Saying, well... God didn't accept Cain's offering because God wanted or desired one animal offering. Some people say, but you know, the Bible doesn't say that. That God was expecting to receive one animal. No, no, no. The, Cain was the tiller of the soil. And those who made their living growing Whips or grapes, etc., would bring the fruits that they produced. Okay? And both of them, Cain and Abel, were right bringing one offering from what they did with their lives. But there is a distinction, pay attention, there is a distinction made between Abel's offering and Cain's offerings. When Cain's offering is mentioned, nothing is said in the Bible. It's only one offering. In the process of a time, maybe one offering that didn't cost anything, maybe just leftovers. But when Abel brought his offering, the Bible says, it says that it was the firstborn of his flock. And he brought the fat thereof, meaning the first and the best part. Abel brought his first and best to God. Cain brought something, probably Something that didn't cost him nothing or much. And certainly for his first and his best. And it would have been mentioned. But it was not mentioned. The Bible says, Cain brought just one offering at the end of time. But Abel brought his best or the first and his best. And God accepted one and didn't accept the another one. And let's read now Genesis 4, 6 and 7. That says, For the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, you Will you not be accepted? If you, do, if you do not well, 
Sin lies at your door. Pay attention to that. If you do not, if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. And its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Or here, my brothers, you are going to see that God said to Cain, if you do well, and this is for me and for you, if you do well, that means if you do good, if you do your best to God, if you give your best, you will not be accepted. If you do not, if you not do well, if you don't bring your best, it's because sin lies at the door. When you do not give our best to God, there is a problem. What is the problem? Sin lies at our door. Is what we are reading here. And there are some important things here. Cain did not bring his best as Abel did. And God said, look, if you had done just like Abel, your offering would, be, would have been acceptable. But the reason why I could not accept it is there are some other things going on in your life, Cain. God said, if I didn't accept, it's because something in your life is not okay. It's not about what he offered, but it, it was about his life. There is a, or God, if you read this passage, you are in, interpret it in a correct way, you are going to see that God is saying to him, there is a distance between you and me. Your lukewarm gifts reflect your lukewarm relationship with me. It's what God was saying. Your lukewarm commitment. If you can read there, your lukewarm commitment with the kingdom of God reflects your lukewarm relationship with God. This is what God was telling to Cain. You are not doing well because of the relationship with me. Abel's first and best was also a reflection of his relationship with God. Where he was with God. In fact, my beloved brothers, in the New Testament, makes a reference uh, to this story again. Let's read, because it was in the Old Testament, but I'm going to show in the New Testament, because it is important. Let's read Hebrews 11.4. Hebrews 11.4. That says, By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. Pay attention. God testifying of his gifts. And through it, he being dead still speaks. Wow. Abel offered a more excellent. That literally means a better quality sacrifice than Cain. 
And as we read, he gave his first and his best, and Cain didn't. Beloved brothers, I told you this, this principle is so important. I could take hours showing it in the Bible about this principle. And this is so important that it, this is so important that it was confirmed in the New Testament also. And you are going to see many other passages. And it says that not only it was one act of faith that Abel brought God his first and best, but it was served as proof that he had a good relationship with God. This is the point. He had a good relationship with God, and what he was offering was a result of the relationship with God. And I want to ask you, how is your relationship with him? Because your relationship with him are going to show you what you are going to do, what you are doing for God. This is the point. So his gifts, his gift bore witness or reflect where he was with God. He had, he had a good, close relationship with God. And this reflected in his choice of offering. He gave God his first because he was, God was first in his life. We are going to give to God our best when God is our first. When you have this sense that he, he is your Lord, your Savior, he's everything for you, and then say... No, he deserves my best. Cain gave God leftovers because God was somewhere way down on the pre in his priority list. This is the problem. He gave his leftover because God was not first in his life. And we can never escape this, the principle where our treasure is, is, then our heart is ours. Who said that? Jesus. Where is your heart? Where is your treasure? Because there is your heart. If your heart is in God, in the kingdom of God, I know. You're going to say, no, he's first. It's going to be worth to serve him, to give my time to him, to serve him faithfully. Or, or giving and investing of our time in the kingdom of God and in his house is always a reflection of where we are in our relationship with him. Okay? Our giving, my giving, and my investment in the kingdom of God is the reflection of my relationship with him. If you don't give him our first and our best, he's not first in our life. No matter what you say, because the Bible says many people, they are saying, Lord, Lord, Lord. 
but they doesn't do what I'm saying to them for them to do. I'm not here to condemn you, sorry. I'm here to help you in your life with God. Because I want to see you with God one day in the kingdom of God. I want to see you in heaven. I want to see you come before the Lord as a faithful servant. Not a, as a lazy servant, as the Bible says. Because some of them, Jesus are going to say, you lazy and negligent servant. But some of them, Jesus say, you faithful and good servant. Faith is something that we do, not something that we think. Please, we need to change. Some people say, oh, I have faith in God. But what are you doing? Is your faith moving you to serve the Lord faithfully? I want you to read another verse. Because, my beloved brothers, our attitudes say the truth. Our attitudes, not our saying, what we say. Our attitudes. I can say to Fabiana, my wife, Fabiana, I love you, I love you. But just my attitudes every day in the morning, during the day, the way I treat her, the way I love her, she knows. Let's read Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. That says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your burns will be filled with plenty and your vats with overflow with the new wine. Beloved brothers, this is another point that I want to talk to you. When God is first, something happens in our lives. When God is first and you give him your first fruits, you are honoring him. It's a matter of honor. To serve the Lord faithfully is a matter of honor. Do you know what means to honor? Like I have, a, I have my mother. If I honor my mother and I am honoring her because the Bible says honor your father and your mother. Honor your parents. Do you know what means that? It's to show respect. It's to invest in her life. I show my love to her, doing things, sending my money to her, helping her in her needs. This is honor. This is to, to honor. And then, my beloved brothers, I want to challenge you to, I'm not talking about finances today. I am talking about to honor the Lord. It's not about, I'm showing you, when you put God first, you are honoring him. It's a matter of honor. In this verse, God says, hey, if you honor me by giving me the first and the best part, I will unlock blessings over your life. Is it written that? Or if you honor me, I'm going to open the doors for you. Is what the Bible says. You may be not a shepherd, or you may not grow corn or wheat for a living, but this principle also works for you. Because he says, he has said for us uh, to bring our first fruits. And maybe you don't have any kind of fruits. 
wheat, sweet corn, or sheep. You don't have it. But this principle also works for you. Okay? God says, put me first. Honor me. Give me the best of your time. The best of your life. And I will unlock the blessings in your life. <laughs> Would you like to see all the blessings of God unlocked of your life? Would you say, yeah? What should you do? To honor him. How can we honor him? With the first. Not the last. The first. The first. The first of your time. The first of your life. The first of your money. The first of everything. God first. Look to the person next to you and say, God first. He cannot be the second. Beloved brothers. <laughs> I'm not preaching here. Prosperity gospel, okay? Talking about blessing, money. No, I, I'm not preacher to preach that. But here, the Bible says this principle is in the scripture. And it's what the Bible says. The Bible says, honor me, put me first, and you are going to see what I'm going to do for you. This is what is written. Put me first with your time. Put me first with your family. Put me first with your business. Put me first with your tithes and offerings, everything. And you are going to see what I'm going to do for you. Do you believe that? Do you believe in the Bible? Yes. I do believe in this book. And I can say, I can prove that it's work. Many things doesn't happen. Don't happen for some believers because they do not put God first. God says, give me the best of your life and you will see miracle. And some things like some believers' doors don't open. And they say, oh, it's because God's will. Yeah, this is... The things are not happening, but this is God's will. No, it's not God's will. It's because God is not first. And the doors are shut. He said, put me first and the door will be open. <laughs> this is the point. Put him first and the doors will be open. And the doors are closed, shut. And the people there say, oh no, this is the will of God. No, it's not the will of God. It's our laziness. It's because God is not first in our lives. God can open the doors that no man can shut. Do you believe that? He can show you favor where favor cannot be found. He can create connections that you could not, never achieve for yourself. When we honor God... By putting him first, I'm going, I'm going to repeat, pay attention. When we honor God by putting him first, we demonstrate faith and we unlock blessings. Okay? Could you read with me? When we honor God by putting him first, we demonstrate faith and we unlock the blessings. This is the point. 
Many things are not happening in our lives. It's because we are not demonstrating our faith. This is the point. God says, God is saying here, if you trust me and give me your best, I will open the doors. I will give you my favor that you cannot do on your own. Hallelujah. God should be first in our family. Next point. Okay? Now I am going to the end. But now God should be first in our family. I have more two things to, to, to talk. But now let's talk about family. Another area in which God must come first is with our family. Do you believe that? Yes. Okay, but maybe it's not what we are thinking. Let's read the Bible. Matthew 10, 34 to 39. Matthew 10, 34 to 39 says, Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against his mother, a daughter-in-law against his mother-in-law. And a man's enemy will be those on his own household. He, pay attention, he who loves father or mother more than me is not word of me. I'm going to repeat again because this is a principle. God first. He who loves father or mother more than me is not word of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Wow. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not word of me. And he who finds his life will lose it. He who finds his life, he will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Hallelujah. Through the Bible, you are going to see that God must be first. Say with me, God first. God don't accept to be second one. <laughs> Sorry. I think even you, are you married? Are you married? If you are married, say, yeah, raise up your hand. Okay. I think uh, you are the first one of your wife, okay? Would you accept to be the second one? No, I'm asking you, yeah? Do you accept that? Why not, man? <laughs> yeah. And uh, who more? And you, and you, Junior, would you like to be the second one? Would like no? Why? That's not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And him, God must be first always, my beloved brothers. Don't think God's going to see. You put your family first, your husband first, your wife first, your children first. He said, if you do that, you are not worthy of me. He said, Jesus said, I know this is hard to listen. Because I love my daughters. 
I love my wife, but they are not first in my life. They are not first in my life. And Jesus said, if you want one, put your son or daughter, you are not worthy of him. This is not pastor words, Pastor Marsh words. This is Jesus' words. Okay? <laughs> you are going to see in the Bible that God rebooks a lie. A high priest. I, I have no time, but I want to read just 1 Samuel 2.29. God says, you have, look what God said to Eli. He said, you have honored your sons above me. Wow. Look at, God looks, yeah, you honor them more than me. And Jesus is saying here in this passage, God must be first. Beloved brothers, I know a real story of a man who was Muslim. I, and he came to the church. He accepted Christ. He got saved. And after that, his father was furious against him because of his decision. And his dad told him, his dad, his father told him, if you do not renounce Christ, I will disown you. You are not anymore my son. So hard to listen that from your own daddy. Then he looked to his father and he told to his father, daddy, I love you. Daddy. I love my family. But I love Jesus more. Because he saved me. He transformed my life. And I'm not going to renounce him. I cannot renounce him. And his father said to him. From today on you are no longer my son. And what happened? He, he left his family. And he never more saw his father and mother. Never more. And he's living in, in another country today. That one extremely hard thing to do. Who is first in our lives? I know what I'm talking about because I was persecuted in my family when I born again. My father got angry with me. He shot me. He tried to... To destroy me. Because, of, because I born again. And this is what I am teaching on Wednesday. I am saying on Wednesday. Persecution is not a problem for a, a true Christian. Because when you are persecuted and you love Jesus. You are going to be stronger and stronger. Persecution is not a problem. For the true Christian. I was persecuted and I am here. 35 years ago, and I never said, okay, dad, I'm going to leave Jesus. I'm going to renounce Jesus. I think some of you maybe don't think too much about the fact that most of our rewards are on the other side. Eternity is the great equalizer. Or... 
Jesus said, if you lose your life for his sake, you will find it. If you lose your life for his sake, you're going to find it. But nowadays, no one can lose your life. You don't even want to lose a one hour of your time. You don't want to lose anything. But Jesus said, but for you to understand what I'm preaching, you need to understand that there is one reward at the other side. One day you are going to be called to, to give account how you live it here on earth. This is the point. And you need to have in mind this equalizer of eternity. Oh, I know I'm going to be faithful to Jesus because I know what is waiting for me in the future. Jesus said... If you lose your life for his sake, you will find it. Also, why am I here in Ireland? Do you know why? Why am I here in Ireland? I don't know you why you came here. What's the reason that you moved here? But I can guarantee you, I did not come here looking for a better job. No. I didn't come looking for uh, to make money. I didn't want to, to live in a better country. It was not what I had in mind. By the opposite, I lost many good things. I lost many good things moving to Ireland to be a missionary. I was pastor in a big church. And successful church with thousands of members. And I lost my family, my church for the sake of Christ. Why? Because said, I'm not looking for something to please me. I want to put you first, God. And then, my beloved brother, doesn't matter why you are here. You are listening to me today and what you need to say. God, from now on, I want to put you first in my life. I want to give you the best. God needs to be the first in our life when we are in trouble. Okay? This is another point. God needs to be the first in our lives... When we are in trouble. First Timothy 6.12 says. Fight the good fight of faith. If God my beloved brother. Is not, if God is not brought into the circumstance that we are living. Is not a fight of faith. Okay. If God. If you, when you are facing circumstances, if God is not there in the middle, you are not using faith and it's not the fight of faith. I want to show you just one verse quickly. Second Chronicles 16, 12 to 13. That says, And in the third ninth year of his reign, Asa became diseased. In his feet. Look, this man 
had one disease in his feet. And his malady was severe or great pain. Yet in his disease, he did not seek the Lord, but whom? The physicians. He did not seek the Lord, but the physicians. So Asa rested with his fathers, and he died in, his fourth, in, the, in the 41st year of his reign. Here again, God saying about physicians. <laughs> Jesus talked about family. I don't think that God had anything against family, against family, father, brothers, children, and anything against physicians. <laughs> right? God has nothing against them. Okay? And also, I thank God for the medicine for the doctors, for the science, uh, they're all involved in the natural medicine. I thanks God for that. Okay? But the Bible here, pay attention, is very clear that Asa never sought God at all, but only physicians, and then he died. Is what the Bible says. He was a great king who feared God. He had faith. But the Bible is clear. He didn't seek God first. He didn't seek God first, but the physicians. It's written in the Bible. He didn't seek God, but the physicians. This is, again, one principle. God should be always first. Always. Doesn't matter the circumstance you are living it can be a dangerous thing when we start to shift our trust from God to other things that we have and we trust. Many Christians, they, are, they say, I, I believe in you, but they are shifting their trust in things. Of course, God uses human vessels to bring his answers. He uses people but we should go first to him first and foremost. Amen? Okay? He needs us to be first. We should go to him first when we face it with conflicts. Don't go to doctors, to medicine, to anything. Always. God first. Say with me. God always first. God always first. God always first. God always first. It's like uh, when I ask you, would you like to be the second husband? No, no, no. You want, you want to see the first, first and only one. God is the same, the first one, okay? Let's, I am finishing now, Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33. Let's read all together, please. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you again. But 
seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Beloved brothers, as a Christian, we do not seek things. Okay? We do not seek things. We seek God. And he will provide things. Did you get the point? But there are many Christians, they are running out things. Oh, I need that. I need that. Oh, pastor, pray for me. I need. You seek first God. God should be first in your life. When you put God first, all the things is going to add it to you. All the things. Is he first? If he is not first, stop asking things. Seek him first. Amen? God always first. God is not honored when he is, he is put last. God is not honored when he is put last. He is not honored when you see, when you use your time for everything you need. Your job, your family, your leisure, your pleasure. And he is put last. Sorry to say. He's not honored when you use your time for everything you need. But he's last. The Bible says we read, seek first the kingdom of God. And, and some people say, oh, I am seeking God, pastor, at home. It's not what it's written. The Bible says, but seek first what? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, not just God. Seek first the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? What is the kingdom of God? You know. What is the kingdom of God? Jesus said the kingdom of God is here. Some people say I have no time to seek God. I have no time for church. I have no time for meetings. I have no time for prayer meetings. How do you have no time for the one who gives you 24 hours every day? How can I say to God, God, sorry, I have no time for you. If he's giving you and you are alive and he's giving you 24 hours a day. God first is a principle in all the scripture. And I could start, keep talking, talking, showing all the Bible to you. God, he wants to be the first in our lives. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. Many people don't understand. Just for you to, do you know why uh, we meet on Sundays? Do you know why? <laughs> in the Old Testament, beloved brother, it was Saturday. God said, you have one day you are not going to work. God said in the, in the Old Testament, one, you are not going to work one day. But you are not going to see that the church of Christ, they were gathering on Saturday. No, 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 no. Of course not. You are going to read the Bible. In the first day of the week, they gather together. You are going to read the book of Acts. 
Because it was Saturday in the law. But in the primitive church when they started. And they started. They understood this principle that Jesus taught the first. Because Saturday is the last day of the week. And Sunday is the first. And God should be first, not the second. <laughs> the first day, it's not belong to you. Not belong to you, for you. It belongs to God. This is a principle. Because, first, because it was the day that Jesus rose from death. Oh, yes. And, and he gave this principle for us. And why do we meet do you need to go to church on Sundays? Because the first belong to God. You're going to see that. The first belong to God. Like the first of your fruits. Abel was accepted. Why? He gave the first, not the last. This is a, one principle in the whole Bible. And I am finishing with that. When we began, when, when we began, our week with God, when you begin your week with God, the rest is blessed. When you begin your day with God, the rest is blessed. When you give the first part, in everything, it works. Third, when you give the first portion of your finances to God, the rest is blessed. It's how it works. But what do we do? We don't give the first to God. And, he, and then we are in trouble. When, we, when you put God first in your life, all other things fall into their proper place. Hallelujah. Remember, your lukewarm commitment with the kingdom of God reflects your lukewarm relationship with God. Let's stand up right now, please. Hallelujah. After listening to this word today, please, I'm talking to you that's here. After listening to this word, can you say that God is first in your life? Don't answer me, just think. Can you say today, Yes, God is first in my life. It's silly to say that we don't have time to God. It's silly. If you don't have time for him, he's not first in our lives. Beloved brothers, if you are trying to find a place for God in your schedule... It's going to be a trouble. You need to give the first to him. And then you are going to put all the other things in your schedule. If I don't start my day with God, I have no time for God. Or, please, this is a principle. Please close your eyes right now. And I want you to have a time to pray. Being a Christian does not work out right if God is not only a side line in your life.
I want you to pray right now. Is God first in your life? Is the kingdom of God first in your time? Keep praying, please. This is a time for you to, to think about your life, how are you lived. Take time to acknowledge God right now and say, God, I need you today. Lead me, Father. Guide me. Keep me on the right path, Lord. Say to him, forgive me for not giving you the first and my best, Father. Say to him right now, Father, forgive me. Because many times I'm not giving you the first and my best. I repent from this sin, Father. Say to him, I repent because we need to answer to God today. Father, I repent from this sin in my life. Forgive me. Forgive me our laziness, our lack of commitment with your kingdom. We repent from this sin, Father. Hallelujah. Father, you are our God, Lord. You are our God and our creator and maker. Jesus, you are our Redeemer, our Savior, and our Lord. Jesus, you gave your life to us. You, Jesus, bought us at the cross. And you, we do not belong to ourselves. And we want to live for you, Jesus, every day of our lives. Oh, Lord, from now on, Father, I want to put you first in my life, Lord. Say to him, Father, I want to put you first. God, always first in my life. Father, I bless all my brothers and sisters right now. I declare, Father, this working of the Holy Spirit in their hearts. I declare you are going to perform miracles in their lives. Because they are going to put you first. They are going to seek you first. And you are going to open up the, the heavens. The full gates of heavens open over their lives, Father. I declare all of those who are here with me right now. Those who are watching us online. I bless their lives. I declare, Father, when we put you first. First, Father, you are going to open the floodgates of heaven over our lives. Miracles are going to come. And we are going to put you first. And you are going to add everything we need. In Jesus' name we pray. And we thank you for this time. And we worship you and you give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you receive this word today? Yes. Hallelujah. May the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all through this week. See you next week or maybe see you Wednesday. God bless you. Amen. Amen.